So, good evening. This is a Saturday evening episode. Yep. And we are actually sitting down with an alcoholic drink each. <laughs> Instead to do of a this. cup of tea. Yes. And this is episode 86. I think. Wow, and you've had a drink, and, it's, <laughs> and you're okay on episode 86. So if you're wondering why the hell are you guys drinking, normally it's just coffee, but we figured we're going to try something different for a change. We're going to do an evening podcast on the weekend. The kids are chilled out watching stuff and playing games, and we thought, why not? Yeah, why not? This one isn't even prepared. I don't have a notebook. Yes, for those that <laughs> are just listening, there's no notebook. <laughs> right, so what are we talking about today? We're talking about relationships. Oh. <laughs> so we have alcohol. It's the evening and we're going to talk about relationships. No, it's okay. It's it's relationships in business, so don't panic. It still could go south. <laughs> um, because it's Valentine's weekend. Okay. Um, we're doing relationships today. What have you got planned for me? <laughs> <laughs> we're doing relationships today and self-love tomorrow. So... The weekend of love. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, so this is going to be a positive view on relationships? It's about working together. So I okay. thought, I thought um, you know, so many people ask us, how on earth do you work together and um, have a life <laughs> together mm. and kids and everything else? Um, but also lots of people are working together now because of um, COVID and changing and everything. Yeah. Um, I've met quite a few people recently through networking or whatever that work with their their dad or their sister-in-law or their sister or whoever. Um, yeah. Well, we interviewed um, two people that were brother yeah. and sister recently. Colin and Jenny. Um, Colin and Jenny, who uh, was episode 79 that's just disappeared into the ether. <laughs> it will come back. It will. <laughs> um, I was listening to a podcast, which was Mother and Son. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, lots of kind of people are, are working together more okay. um but obviously that does bring its own challenges so I think 100% we it does. cover yeah. kind of how we do it how we're still married <laughs> well yeah also it's um it's not just the that you think by having an external business partner so somebody that you maybe be friends with um as a business partner in something and you might think well okay well that's not as not going to be as tough as if you're in a relationship, in a closer type relationship yeah. with that person, like your other half or whatever it is, because you think, well, we're mates and it, it'll all be all good. Yeah. But we've tried that, mm-hmm. and that that's been tough. Mm-hmm. I would say the toughest business relationships we've ever had. Yep. Ever has yep. been with friends. Always. Yeah. Or then, when we've let staff kind of get too close to us, they've become friends. Yeah. And then that's become tricky as well sometimes. Yeah, really tricky. Yeah. Because they had the, because you well, that would probably go into this what this episode's all about, about setting up parameters yeah. for how you work and what you do and accountability yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But um yeah, I suppose you're right. I suppose there's a lot of people at the moment who as a as a household, as a family, as as siblings, as as children and parents or whatever yeah. it is, are having to find innovative ways of getting through life. Yeah. Because the previous foundations are no longer there anymore because yeah, exactly. of what's happened over the last 12 months. Yeah. Um, and even if it's not you working together as in on the same thing, of course, everyone's been thrown into physically working together as in next to each other. Yeah, that's true. Because, um, you know, most people are working from home or homeschooling. Um, again, I was speaking to somebody the other day and she shares an office with her husband. Never done that in like 10, 15 years that they've been together. Yeah. Um, they're now got their own jobs but they're being forced to work next to each other because they both have to work from home so there's that that plays into it as well yeah and I think the mistake that people make is especially that we've definitely had this for for our relationship because we've worked together for so long like so we've had smiley booth photo booth hire we started that back in 2008 um because we wanted to work together mm-hmm. but that wasn't our first business we no. we'd had other like you've You'd been pretty much in business in one way, shape, or form, whether alongside a full time job or as your full time thing, yeah. um, for pretty much all your adult life. Yeah. Whereas for me, I was a career guy. Yeah. And I think our first idea of getting into business was early to very early two thousands. Might be like two thousand and three or four. It might have been. I think it might be five with the cases. Yeah, that's what I was It was a good think. two, three years before we did Smiley Booth. I'd say probably 2005, I guess. Yeah, about, yeah, I'd say that. It was before, it was before Facebook 
or yeah. anything like that. So, um, so yeah, I think Facebook was 2007. Yeah. So um, I might be wrong on that. But, um, and even then we, that we just kind of, we were kind of both in love with the vision of what we were trying to create as opposed to the dynamic of us two working together. It was like we mm-hmm. both agreed mm-hmm. that, wow, that seems like a really good idea. What do we need to do? Do it. Yeah. Get it done. It wasn't. And I think the mistake people make sometimes is they, they look at people that work together, certainly if you are a couple, and they think, oh, you must live in this kind of utopian, like, lovey-dovey world, right? They think, oh, you guys must have the most amazing relationship in the world. Like, you never argue. Like, yeah. you never have yeah. any issues or anything like that. And I think one of the most important things to outline is determine who the boss is. <laughs> and we luckily, we did that very early on with us. And you can guess who that is. No, we, but we don't do that. That's the other thing, right? We yeah. don't... In, in, like, there's, there's a there's thinking behind that joke for me in that we've never determined like you get these these couple dynamics where they go oh she's the boss or he's the boss yeah, and yeah. and like they're almost like the one party is almost subservient to the other yeah and I don't think I don't I think if you have that dynamic yeah you're that's not a very strong foundation for building a business together you have to you have no, to both well, equally respect and understand that you both have equal things to bring to the table where it comes to the business. Yes and no. I think it really depends on those people because if those people are happy in those roles and it works for them, then great. Okay. If that, do you see what I mean? If that's what they want to be doing. Then All I right. Think... So if there is like, uh, if there's, oh, okay. I, so I've just thought of a couple that do exactly that. Yeah, exactly. Where, that's what yeah, I was thinking. We who know, work re- yeah, we know, if, we know two or three like that where one of them is, the not the breadwinner as such but they are the the kind of key person in the business and the other one is more of an assistant type role yeah but it, as See, i say it depends if it, it really depends on the people and i think does, i think yeah. that's the key thing if you're going to go into business with someone whoever that is whether they're your spouse or family member or even just a friend um you you have to have those parameters in place from the from the outset not necessarily what your role is going to be um, but whether one of you is going to be in charge and what direction you're going in. Because you and I completely switched roles. You were originally marketing um, and... No, no, sorry, other way around. I was originally marketing and... And I was sales. And you were more of the kind of sales stuff and... And, and I was supposed... And, and I, I was supposed to do the numbers and yeah, you were the more creative I was, one. Yeah, I was the guy that was going to be doing... Because I'm ex-corporate banking, the idea was, okay... I'll deal with accounts, I'll deal with payroll, yeah. and and I'll deal with all the sales stuff. I was like, because in my mind, I was like, okay, that's a testosterone yeah, bit, yeah. you know what I mean? That's like the manly bit to get involved in yeah. your business. So, and of course, I'm corporate banking, I'll do all of that stuff. And we completely um, switched. Well, yeah, because, yeah, and, and the marketing side was yeah. going to be you, and a lot of the creative was going to be you, and, the, and all this kind of stuff. And yeah, it did. It completely flipped. Yeah. I found that I was way happier in the marketing side. and was, I still did the sales. Well, no, um, that's what I mean. You did the sales. I, I still do the marketing in terms of the marketing and creative, but the actual the doing. The design you do. Your, all yeah. the strategy and the, the forward planning of, of everything. Yeah. And I'm the implementation. And that took a long time to work that out. Yeah. Like, and, and now when we're... That when, we create, when we created Say It mm. um, at, in the middle of last year... Um, we already knew what our strengths were because we'd already worked that out in yeah, Smiley yeah. Boo. We already knew kind of what we were both going to be doing in that yeah. business. Although you do end up doing everything. Yeah, of course. I mean, you do up. what you, you need to do, don't you, to just move forward. But I think... But you also have to be honest with yourself. Though. Yeah. That's the other thing. I think you I, I think you have to be... Look, it took us a long time to... Like I remember when we first got together, or like the not the first first time we got together, but like the uh, the first few months of us being together, I had personally a lot of hang ups about money, mm. a lot of hang ups about about um, like my um, Christ, I was I, how old was I? I was like 24, 25, yeah, yeah. twenty four when we got together, and um, I was like and. At the time, I was living out like I was effectively sharing a place with this guy. I was and and I, I think I'd moved something like nineteen times or something by the time we got together and yeah. all this kind of stuff. And in my mind, I had to be like this Uber, like because, like obviously, I wanted like I wanted us to have a proper relationship. So in yeah. my mind, I was like, oh, I've got to have this like I've got to be this kind of 
have loads of money and like, I knew your parents were expecting me to have like all it and because I worked for the bank I was yeah. like there was this expectation that oh and I think I was earning something like 700 pound a month or well, something I remember nuts. you you started off obviously like on our dates and stuff you'd pay for everything yeah um, I had no money but I didn't know you had no money but that was always the you, that was just the way you were and I had no money either um I remember well, you I, were 21 when we got I together was, um, I was literally doing nothing. I remember I was painting my parents' house for money at the time. Do you yeah, remember? yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. And remember. They, they were paying me to paint their house. Um, but, well, the, the the point I was trying to get to though is that I um that I had hang-ups, right? Yeah, I had which I didn't issues. Know about. Yeah, so I I had this thing that I had to project that I was, and um and so any conversation about money and or where I lived or anything like that was a super touchy subject. Mm. So. So I think we were quite lucky in that that had to be dealt with very early on in our relationship, and it kind of, and it it forced me to go, oh shit, okay, well I'm gonna have to tell you this stuff, otherwise we don't really have a relationship moving forward. Because well, it's, I, it's I really be a remember real that really well because I think we'd gone out somewhere and I kind of expected you to pay just just because you had been not. Do you yeah, see what yeah. I mean? Like, and, well, I took you out and I our first day. You, well, no, I remember, just wait one second, I remember <laughs> you turning around going, why do I have to pay for everything? And I was like, oh, well, you don't, it's just you had been. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then you were like, I've got no money. I was like, oh, you acted like you did. Well, I think I was getting paid something like 700 and something pound a month <laughs> and my rent was like 500 and something pound a month. And then I'd have to pay my car. For that tiny sure. little box room that you exactly had. in this piddly little house <laughs> yeah. and um, with a wig. So I used to live with a guy, right? Who was called everyone called him Killer. Do you remember? He <laughs> yeah, was called yeah, Killer. Yeah. I forgot all about because him because he really wasn't. <laughs> yeah, he looked like Penfold, but he was like uh, Mr. Muscle. He looked like an an yeah, Mr. Muscle. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say an anorexic, anorexic Penfold, but yeah, Mr. Muscle. God, imagine if he's listening to podcasts. <laughs> Sorry, Bella. But we haven't mentioned your name. Oh, I can't even remember his name. There's no awful. I never knew his name. No. But um but the point I'm trying the point I'm trying to make is that we like I had all of those hang ups at the beginning, had no money whatsoever. I mean Christ, I remember I got cold and it got really bad. It got into bronchitis yeah, and all yeah, this kind of stuff. Couldn't afford to buy the prescription. I but, remember yeah. if I used to ever stay over at yours. We had to put the mattress on the floor because the bed was so bloody uncomfortable <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that we couldn't sleep on it. Yeah. And, and it was a room. It was a bed sit, basically, yeah, yeah. that was in. So, um, yeah, so we don't come from very luxurious backgrounds. But, <laughs> so, if you're, if you're thinking, oh, Lee, it's all right for Lee and Kate, they're in, like, this property in southern France and they've got, and they've travelled this. And <laughs> it's like, no, 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 no. That's come all from a lot of hard work. We start from very humble backgrounds. Um, but, the, again, the point I'm trying to make... <laughs> is that um when i think in your relationship if like that like money worries and pride ego all of those kind of stuff especially when you're in your 20s as well if you have to deal with that in your relationship really early mm. like and you have to kind of get over yourself really early and effectively ask your partner to like okay i'm going to tell you this stuff now mm. but you cannot judge yeah and and this and i am trusting you now like that the your only response has to be to help me out of this bloody awful situation yeah. and if you don't meet that then we're done yeah like we never we never said that explicitly but you could tell that that was like okay that was a like a crossroad moment yeah, right yeah, yeah. a sliding doors moment like it could have gone either way you could have turned yeah. around and gone oh jesus christ well i thought you were, you were this or that <laughs> and i would have responded really badly and then yeah, yeah, and whatever yeah. but because you didn't respond badly to it and because we effectively were like okay well it's a problem we need to solve together and yeah. we'll solve it together that well the first thing I said was like was you're getting out of that bit <laughs> yeah exactly you won't let me live with killer no. anymore good old killer um but um, um I forgot all about killer until this evening um but anyway the point is that it's I keep saying that um is that I think that's a that was a really important moment because it allowed it, it meant that there was there was nothing that was going to be in terms of our discussions. There was nothing going to that was going to be as uncomfortable to deal with as that moment. Mm. Everything else was a little bit easier to deal with, mm. you know. So, and I remember having situations where because, um, at, when you're when you're a lad a lad out and about with your friends, mm. you do some really stupid stuff, and 
I remember my friends saying to me, sorry, you told Kate what? You told her about that? And you told her, and, they, and they were always surprised, right? But in my mind, I was like, yeah, but we did the really difficult. Like right. everything else after that's easy. So, and I think, and we know, we still know friends to this day that have secrets from their partner, mm-hmm. which I think is entirely nice. Well, again, if that's their relationship, then fine. But I don't think it's that's possible at all if you're going to work together. Exactly. Yeah, and that's, that's where I'm going. Yeah. It's like... I think when you have a very honest relationship with the person that you're going into business with, yeah. where they literally know warts and all yeah. about you, it's um, there's a there's a permission on both sides to fail. Yeah, yeah. It's like okay, look, we get it. Like you're human and all this kind of stuff. There's not this inflated idea as to what you are and yeah. what. And because I think that's the problem sometimes. If you create an inflated idea as to what you are you immediately feel like you have to aggressively protect it. Yeah. Any threat to that mm. version of yourself, it's like, no, 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 you're getting too close to this mm. identity that mm. I've created. You're putting cracks in this identity that I've spent years mm. mastering and creating and and now you're you're trying to take it down. And that's why you get a really aggressive response. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, and I'm no psychologist, so I might not know what I'm talking about, but, uh, but that's how I've feel about it that's how I view it it's like whereas if you've if you've got a completely open and honest and trust relationship don't get me wrong ego still gets like ego gets in the way between us two regularly about stuff like if if you feel like I've affronted you because I've criticized I haven't appreciated or I've criticized an aspect of your work or vice versa I mean that's a love language thing which I think I'll come back to in a bit but um I for me, the absolutely fundamental for working together, and this is this is us, but also when I worked with my mum, because we obviously had a music school together, mm-hmm. is that you've got the same goal. Right. And that, that might change slightly, but fundamentally, the overall goal is is the same. You're on the same page. Yeah. Um, and I think even before we were in business together, um, I think it was probably when we got married that we set up a joint bank account yeah and our our funds have always been pulled like even before we worked together it was like well we're married we're in this together so it's a partnership it everything's going in the same pot well because neither has brought anything to the table yeah right i I think that's one of the advantages of when you have nothing yeah yeah neither of us came with a big check (laughs) no if anything we had debt right we had a big check owed to the bank (laughs) you know it's like we both came from backgrounds where neither of our parents gave us they said oh here's this to your new home or this is to your towards your new car or nobody did that for either of us so we and i think we were both very aware of that as adults i mean i i was um out home at 17 Mm. i had no assets no nothing Mm. so um and i think we both kind of had this concept of well jesus christ we've kind of survived to this point in yeah. time and, yeah. the, and the way we're going to get through life is together through this together yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's where it makes life tricky when you're dealing with business with friends mm. because when you deal with business with friends you've got you've got the dynamic that's between the two of you mm. and the commitments that you make between the two of you but then they have their commitments that they make to everybody else. Yeah, yeah, to their family and another half. Yeah, another yeah. half and whatever else or whatever interests they've got and all this kind of stuff. And I would say every every single time we've done business with friends, even when we've not just not, and I'm not necessarily just talking about partnership business with friends. I'm, it might be service delivery. Mm. It might be just like paying a friend to do a service or or them hiring. Like we have a rule, for example where we don't genuinely do discounts for friends. Yeah. It's like pay pay for the service and we'll give you the service. Mm-hmm. But don't but that that's it. And mm-hmm. I, I think that's really important, right? Because they've got to because that's when it's valued. Mm-hmm. When you discount stuff all the time, it's not necessarily valued mm-hmm. as much. Um but with friends, we've we've been burnt like severely because yeah, yeah. whether it's because they don't feel it's appropriate to be as clear as they would if it was an external party about aspects of the service they're providing or invoicing or anything like that because they think, well, okay, it's just you, you're a mate and I, I've got a bit more wriggle room, yeah, I, can, yeah. I can be a little bit more relaxed and it doesn't, it's not going to bite me in the backside down the road. Or if it's, if it's like there's, they've got a version of themselves that they present to you as a mate, yeah. as your friends, 
that's actually not who they really are. Mm. And we've had that where yeah, we've yeah, been yeah. in business with someone that we knew we had known them for a good couple of years and became quite close with them for a good couple of years. And a business venture came up and we were like, no brainer. And they brought it to us and said, look, do you think you guys can deliver it? And we were like, we can absolutely deliver it. And they said, well, would you be prepared to do 50-50 as a business enterprise to get this done? Because I can't deliver it myself, mm. but I can bring I can bring customers to you, but you do delivery. And it was like, job done. And we saw a whole different side of their personality that we'd never seen before. Yeah, that was insane. Yeah, they. it was like Jekyll and Hyde. Mm. It was like one minute they were Jekyll. like... Not Jackal, Jekyll. Jekyll and Hyde. <laughs> It's not Jekyll. No, it's Jekyll. 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 Okay. How many years have I been saying Jekyll? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, they were a nutter. Like, they would literally jump on the phone. they do nothing all, all, all week. Yeah. Um, and um, and their, their idea of value adding to the, to the business was to try and be a demanding boss. Mm. Which was nuts because it was a business partnership, yeah. and they could, and you could tell they couldn't figure out where they stood in the business. Yeah. So, so they, they, and because of that, they thought, well, "I'm just going to make as much noise as possible." Yeah, yeah. Because that's my idea of value creation to the business, yeah. which effectively made it untenable. And yeah. We were just like, look, and unfortunately, it killed the relationship with the friendship, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, because in a big way. because we got to see a side of that individual that we were just completely unaware of prior yeah. to getting into a business relationship. So you've got to be so, you've just got to be so bloody careful. It's yeah. really attractive when you have people that want to, who are excited about your idea or your business and want to get involved. Um, and, and it's also attractive because you think, oh, I've got somebody else that can share the load. But you've got to question, are they actually going to share the load? Yes. Or, I think that's the main thing because we've done um, simple hires and stuff for people. You say about not discounting and stuff, but we, we have discounted for people and... And that's always been fine when it's just been a, we'll do this for you. Right. Just like a one-off. Okay. Um, and most oh, of the time... Oh, you're talking about photo booth hires for Smiley Booth? Yeah. Okay. And most of the time, I think it's been fine when we've employed a friend just to do X, Y, Z. And, right. and that's it. It's when there's been a long-term relationship. And by that, I just mean months or maybe a couple of years or whatever. Um, but on a, on a footing where there is too much wriggle room. Yeah. Um. And and it's not clear. Well, yeah, because they're somebody because, yeah, because they're that's the problem with friendships, yeah. right? Is because there's so much not said. Yes. Because you're because you you're like we'll figure it out. Yeah. Because we're mates. Yeah. And and oh, I don't want to be too I don't want to be too black and white on this because I feel in some way I'm detracting from the relationship and I don't want to create some legal parameters yeah. or some like um like structure that says, right, you're out of order if you do this and I'm out of order if I do that. Yeah. I don't want to do that because I feel in some way, shape or form it might offend the relationship we've got. Which is which is one of the reasons why friendship and business is just so dangerous, yeah. isn't it? It's yeah. just like, and we get 100% fall into it. And in fact, before getting into that relationship with that guy that was Jekyll and Hyde, <laughs> um, we had been saying we're never getting into business with friends ever again. Well, no, we had had some sticky situations, but I think I think that was the nail in the coffin. That one, yeah. Because um, I think, yeah, that that was the the. I mean, we we've still got a couple of um, scenarios that we we're still dealing with to this day. But yeah, it's um, they're still way better though. Yes, the scenarios that we we deal with where we have business relationships and yeah. there's also a friendship there are they're still very. Cl- we still have very clear parameters yeah, and yeah. there's very clear communication around, okay, you're doing this, I'm doing that and, yeah. and I'm paying you for that. Yeah. And so there, and it doesn't, there's no issues around accountability, yeah. which, and that's the bit that it falls down to. That's yes. the bit that it falls down on every level. So if you have a business relationship with a friend, you're either half, the family member, it's like, okay, how do we hold each other to account? Accountability and, something fall, falls and communication. You know, from from the outset, what is expected of each party? Because mm. I think every time something has fallen down, it has been a communication thing, where you know one person has said to the other, "Well, I thought you were doing X, Y, and Z," or yeah. "I was expecting this from you," and it's like, "Well, at what point did you ever tell me that?" Exactly. You know, it's it, it, a lot of the time it really comes down to communication, and I think that's why it works with you and me because 
I don't think there's ever a time when we don't communicate that. And if we do, we'll just turn around and go, well, you didn't say that. And you're like, oh, didn't I? And well, and also <laughs> when you work with your other half, you can you can see what they're doing. Yeah. You can see, oh, shit, they're working. Mm. I'm not pulling my weight as much. I better pull my weight. You yeah. Know, there's, and that's because that's the other aspect of when you have other people in your business where that you don't have a clear role is... Um, is resentment can build up, mm. and uh, and I'd, I'd say that's one of the biggest issues because uh, especially if you're in a relationship, if your business associate, uh, so your business partner, is not somebody you see every single day, nine to five, in an office. Well, where, let's face it, that's the case for pretty much as of February twenty twenty one. Yeah. Anybody in the UK right now, that's probably the case. Yeah. So. If you're feeling negative or stressed or anything like that, and your other half is feeling negative and stressed and everything else, but your business partner is hours away or whatever mm. it is, and you haven't spoken to them mm. for the last few days, it's easy to project how unhappy you are onto this person that's currently not present yeah. and say, oh, I don't think they're pulling their weight, or I don't think they're this, or yeah, they sent me this email. What do you think of this email? What do you yeah. think? How do you think they said yeah. it? And that was part of the problem with Jekyll and Hyde guy. Yeah. Was he would say something um, which was completely out of the blue and we'd be like, where the hell did that come from? And then that would result in a conversation between you and I that would mm. go on for quite a while mm. in terms of dissecting. Okay, well, okay, let's look at every way he could have meant that. Mm. that let's not immediately jump to, okay, the guy's an ass. And and we shouldn't have done this, mm. right? Let's let's look at all of the other ways. That and that's a lot of time. Yeah, and energy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we would spend like if you look at all the hours mm. we would spend just in trying to manage his communication style, and and that in itself creates resentment. Yeah, yeah. Because you're like, okay, when the phone goes and you see that guy's number pop up on your phone, you're like, yeah. which version am I going to get right <laughs> yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you're not thinking, okay, I'm not ballsy enough to answer the call. You're yeah. like, okay, I know that if I get... Which one's a bad guy? Hyde, I think. It's I not don't Jekyll. Know. No, I think it's Hyde. Know? Okay, whichever one of the bad guys is, <laughs> Jekyll or Hyde, you don't, if it says a bad one, <laughs> you're, you're hesitating to pick up the phone. And you would literally be sat across from me and go, he's ringing. Yeah, yeah. And, we both, and I'd be like, okay, just talk to him. But we both knew that, okay, this could result in the next couple of hours after the fact of trying to work out what the hell this guy is trying yeah, to say to us. But again, the communication, isn't it? But also, I think if you're, if you're in a relationship with someone in a, in a business context, um, you've got to not be in relationships with other people as well in, in that. So you and I would talk about that particular relationship because it, it was, although it was a lot more heavily me, in the in the outset, he had actually come to both of us, and it was kind of a three way. Why well, resigned? Yeah, well, yeah, you couldn't deal with him. You were like, I can't deal with this, and you, well, yeah, so I could it ended see, up being the two of us. Yeah, yeah right, so, I forgot that. Yeah, so when it first started with this guy, it was it was the three of us. Yeah, and I I distinctly remember yeah, I was yeah. in the garden. It was yeah. like middle of summer. The kids were playing in the garden, um, and he rang me up out of the blue, and he started he started. He started making demands on that were and started trying to manage me. Yeah. And and I was like, hang on. And I actually called him out on it and I said, hang on, hang on. This isn't our relationship. I said, and this is not within what was described as our roles in mm. this business. I said, and, and I, I said to him, I said, what you're trying to do now is you're trying to manage me, and I don't respond very well to mm. to that. And I said, and, and to preserve our relationship and our friendship. I'm going to step away from this business. I said, I'll leave it between you and Kate to, to run it because all I'm doing really is I'm doing more of the strategy stuff. Yeah. And like you guys have got that covered. Yeah. So, so I'm just going to be a, a, a third world that doesn't yeah. need to be there. So that's what I'm getting at. So if I if you've got a relationship with somebody else, whether it, if, it, if it's a friend, sorry, there's a bug next to me. <laughs> Can you move the bug, please? <laughs> We in, we're in southern France. We get these things called stink bugs. Don't throw it. Don't throw it. Just Would you, you can fly. <laughs> like a fly bug. That oh. didn't sound like a If anyone had just heard it, hit the ground. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, they're called a shield bug as well, so they can they can cope with bouncing. <laughs> you think? I don't know. Anyway. 
We're going to get done for animal cruelty. Can you get done for animal cruelty to an insect? I have no idea. Okay. Can you tell that you've had a drink? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, people listen to this like you guys are weird. <laughs> um, yeah, so your relationship should be with that other person, and as as much as you can, not using, not talking to other people, because then that's when you bring in all these other opinions and get pulled left, right, yeah. centre. So, for you and I, whenever we do disagree on the business. You know, I don't go and pick up the phone to my mum or a friend and go, oh, you never guess what with Lee, because it's us and our business and it's between you and me. Oh, yeah, there's never, yeah, that's, do you know, I've never thought about that until you said it. Yeah, you've got to work it out between the two of you. Yeah, there's never, ever, ever been an occasion where either you or I have discussed a business, like, disagreement Mm. or anything in the business with anybody outside of you and I. No. It's a... And, and we don't, ex- we, we never said, well, this is the first time we've spoken yeah. about this. We've never said that that's the rule. No. But it's just a... But I think it has to be because otherwise you're just getting too many opinions. Well, yeah, but you know what you're doing when you go into somebody else. Yeah. Everybody knows exactly what they're doing when they take, when they have an issue with someone. Yeah. And they take that issue and they take it to someone else and they go, what do you think of this? <laughs> they yeah. know, everybody knows that the reason why they're doing it is because they're going to present it to that other person. In fact, validation. you did... You did it earlier today because somebody had annoyed you earlier today yeah. and you went to a friend and went, what do you think of this? And your friend went, oh my God, that's really out of order. And they went and you were like, it was, wasn't it? And, and you would so they gave you what you were looking for because for your friends, they only got your side of the story, yeah. how you presented it yeah. and you, the way you presented it was because you were annoyed. So of course they're going to respond. Yeah, yeah, way. yeah. And you and I both know that that, to me and to you, is the ultimate disrespect for mm. you and I to go off. And, and that's not just in the business. That's in everything we mm. do. If we have a disagreement about anything, if mm. we anything like that, we have never gone to friends and gone, what do you think about Kate? And sh- <laughs> she said this to me. It's just, it's like I don't need people yeah. to pile on. Yeah. And you're yeah you're the same about it. Well, I hope you're the same about it. Well, I am, but I think but I think it's so important, even more important in business mm-hmm. because it's it's a different kind of relationship. It's a professional relationship. Yeah. And I I do think there is a difference between our relationship in the business and our relationship with us as parents. Yeah. Um and um us as husband and wife, and I just think there's a level of professionalism that we unconsciously bring. When we're working. Well, I think the business has taught us about, okay, your ego can only get you so far. Mm. Like there's a time when your ego works and and the bluster of your ego or whatever it is gets you through. But when it actually comes to getting shit done, mm. it's like you you just you just get the job done. Yeah. And, and I think we've recognised that in business has been... Lots of times in business where you've had something that you're running with and I'm going, stop, because what you're doing is not working. Yeah. And we need to go this direction. You're like, no, but we need to do this. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and we've butted heads and it's ended up with a big argument and at yeah. the other side of it, because that's the way we process it. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. It's like, there's nothing wrong with having arguments. Like, yeah. there's you should absolutely, if you feel passionate about something and you feel strongly about a position, you should speak passionately about it. Yeah, and if, yeah, yeah. And you should work hard to persuade the other party that you're right. Yeah. But if they bring something to the table that makes you go, oh, actually, you're wrong, mm. and and that takes you some adjustment, then so be it. It's just mm. part of the process, isn't yeah. it? Um, but, and I think because we understand that in business, that's helped our parenting. Yeah. Because there's things that you do in parenting that yeah. I just don't. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like we know that um, if it was left to me, it wouldn't happen. <laughs> You know, so it's, it's better that we all know that. Yeah. But, and that's because my ego would say otherwise, yeah. you know, but it's, we, there's, but I, that's come from, okay, it's come from our relationship, but it's come from the lessons we've learned in business before we had kids. Yeah. And then gone from there. Yeah. So, so let's just kind of recap and take that back a bit. So fundamentally, you need to be having the same shared goal. I think if, you, if you're going to be in a relationship with business with someone, you can't be pulling in different directions. In fact, the only times that you and I have ever had any, not serious problems, but problems within a relationship is when we've been working on different projects. And then it becomes yeah. a, my time's more important than your time, pull and push. Well, that was 
we still haven't done that episode. Like we've, if you've, if you've been a long time listener of this of Smiling Entrepreneurs, long time. We only started in November. <laughs> yeah, well, it is episode eighty six. It is episode eighty six. Yeah. Who's listened to all eighty six? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You should message us if you've listened to all eighty six. We should get them like a trophy or something. Um, but. Um, we sit, we keep referring to just get a little loyalty book, sorry, just yeah, like, like stamps. stamps yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but we said that that two, our 2017 was a hell of a year. I mean, don't get me wrong, 2020 did, does top 2017. It it absolutely does. But up until 2020, 2017 was our top, toughest year in business ever. I think 2020 tops it just because of the length of it. Right. Because you say 2017, but really. We only came unstuck in kind of the spring of 2017. And then by the like end of the autumn going into winter, we were good again. Yeah. So it was actually only six months of that year that was really tough. Whereas yeah. 2020... Was a whole year. It's pretty much been all... The, well, coming up to 12 months now, if you go from March 2020 to coming into March 2021, yeah, it's been 12 true. months that's been really difficult. So I think that's why it tops it, just because of the length of it. Yeah, I've got no idea why I was talking about 2000. What were we talking about just before then? The... Um, when you end up pulling in different directions. Yeah, so, okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, in 2017, like in the, uh, in the late 2016, I'd been interested, sorry, I, somebody had brought a couple of things to my attention that piqued my interest in other business activities. And at the time, we had systemized loads in Smiley Booth Photo Booth Hire. Things were running really, really nicely. And um, and we felt that it was appropriate for me to investigate and spend time yeah. in these other projects, and so I did from from the end of two thousand sixteen into two thousand seventeen. But those projects, like everything in business, were way more complicated and way bigger than anything well, we'd anticipated. Doing the other business with Mr. Jekyll and Hyde. Mr. Jekyll and Hyde, yeah. <laughs> So I, we so won't I was, mention his name. So I was doing something else as well. That's that's exactly. Why so we had tough. three yeah. business enterprises. Mm-hmm. One which we were both working on together. Yeah. One where you were basically working on with this other nutter guy, <laughs> and the, uh, and me working on this other project. And I didn't understand any of the challenges. I had a obviously I understood that they were challenges. Yeah. But I didn't understand any of the details of those challenges that yeah. you were facing in your own business. Yeah. And nor did you in mine. No. But we did know what was going on in this middle business, which was Smiley with Photo with Hire. And it's no surprise that in 2017, that was, we had all of the stresses of managing these three businesses. Yeah. Um, and then Smiley with Photo with Hire, was, it, it was like somebody just turned around and went, yeah, we're just going to add a load more yeah. stress. Well, that's why it started to fall over, because we've both taken our eye off the ball, I think. Um, by focusing on these separate Yeah, projects. because everything was set. That That's the re- weird thing about business, right? You can literally get everything lined up perfectly everything, and, and, it, and it delivering a result for you constantly and you, and you, you watch it and it's still doing it. Mm. You keep watching it and it's still doing it. And then a week goes by and then a few weeks go by and then a few months go by and you're like, I've solved it. I've created this machine yeah, yeah. and it just runs. And I come in and I tweak it a little bit, but it just runs. But there's something really weird that happens in marketing and in business where it's like, oh, yeah, you know that thing that's been working perfectly for the last <laughs> few months? It's just not going to work anymore. Yeah, yeah. And that's precisely what happened to us in, like, the April of 2017. Well, it's taking your eye off the ball, isn't it? And Well, you start to see where the little cracks come up, don't you, when, you're, when your nose up to it. Yeah, and I think both of us thought the other one had it. Yes. I think that was probably a large part of it as well. So, well, and we, we recognised it in the April. Yeah. And we both went, bugger. We yeah. need to, we, we, but we're all good because the business has created capital and we've got a runway and it's yeah. all good. And then it was just nail-biting for six months. Yeah, um, exactly. But that... But again, because we were pulling apart and... Um, I mean, well, yeah, and that led to us butting heads. I'd I mean, say yeah. we butted heads more in that in that year than ever before because and it, and, it, yeah. and we were just and the conversations were basically around like yeah but my stuff's more important yeah it was exactly. i need to do this yeah exactly yeah 100 percent because we both had demands and that's what you may be suffering with 
if you are working with your other half but not working with your other half as yeah. in you've been forced in <clears throat> excuse me you've been forced into a situation because of lockdown where you're having to work alongside each other and you've got homeschooling kids um thrown into the mix but you're not working together on the same goal and i'd say my advice in in that situation is to get some common goals yeah. you know you, you may be doing different businesses but you both want to put food on the table you both want to have a decent relationship with your children and each other so work out where those common goals are and and how to work towards them yeah i mean you have to you you can't that like, we we've been very honest with our children like we with they're, they're, they're fantastic. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Like every parent, you have your challenges. But one of the things that we were very honest with them last year was was about the fact that, right, guys, we're the, the business is on hold right now and we're having to work really, really hard to pivot, to try and yeah. create. And we had to explain what all of that actually meant. But we also were very honest with them about, okay, the businesses that we're involved in are what keeps a roof over our head yeah. and food on the table so and because we work from home yeah it's and especially with lockdown when when they couldn't go and the kids we're in southern france right now they're off for the next two weeks so the conversation we had with them it was like understand that this is our work time and and we're all and that and their way of pulling to pulling their weight and pulling together as a family to solve this problem is by not being a massive distraction when yeah. we're working. That's how they see they're contributing. Yeah. And whereas if we shielded them from those responsibilities and everything yeah. else, then we'd resent them yeah, yeah, yeah. for interrupting us yeah. all the time. Again, yeah. it's a common goal. It's like we've said to them, you know, you look after us in, in the give us the space to do what we need to do and we'll do our best to get our stuff done and Within then we'll, we'll go time. out for the afternoon or something, go for a walk around the lake or or whatever up to the mountains or something because we're, we're not locked down at the moment no but it's it's i suppose it's the same with all of this stuff isn't it it's about being really open yeah and really honest and trusting that the person you're communicating that openness to yeah isn't going to just use it to their advantage yeah. that they're going to work with you and, and that's what you've got to ask yourself right yeah, yeah. if you can't be like that with the person, the people that are supported that you are, that are closest to you, if you can't be completely open and 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 then not go and then receive that openness and go, wow, okay, I'm going to work with you to get you to where you need to go. If yeah. that doesn't happen, then you really got a question. Well, Jesus Christ, should I be doing this thing with these people? Yeah, you've got to. I I think you've got to know someone inside out. I really do. Got oh, if to... you're joining them in business, yeah. Yeah, it, as I say, it's different just using somebody's business services for like a one-off or, or a, a transactional um, arrangement. But if you're going into business with someone, as I say, whether it's your partner, your sister, your parent, your kid, whatever, you've got to be able to have these extremely open and honest conversations because otherwise just resentment, just sitters, simmers. <laughs> seeds and simmers sitters <laughs> but yeah you, you you can't let it boil because I was in a um, you're going to laugh because I'm saying the word clubhouse but I was in a clubhouse oh, what's clubhouse <laughs> but I was in a, rela- a relationship a relationship room. I, was, I was in a relationship room that I, I hadn't intended to go in I hadn't you know been booked to speak in it or anything I'd just seen it and I was like oh, that's interesting and it was about I think it was called love in the pandemic or something which just got my curiosity that's, can I guess that most of the audience were women. No, no, really? yeah, um, and a lot of the panel were couples. Oh, um, really? And and it, actually, the reason it caught my eye was because I recognised a couple of the names in it that I knew were a business couple, and that's that's what made me kind of click into it. And um, and they were just saying how important it was. And one and then I started speaking, and then one of the things that we kind of all agreed on was how essential it is to not go to bed on an argument. <laughs> and, and no, but I mean, in terms, what I mean is in terms of. Don't let it, but it doesn't have to be go to bed on an argument, but don't, don't, you know, walk out or yeah, don't but, let it brew. Okay. I, I know this comes Where? from you. I know you're, <laughs> you are so much better than I am, but, it, but I'm always grateful that you're like that because it is so important not to let is. things kind of just see, what's the word I'm looking for? Is it simmer? It's not, is it? I think it is simmer. Is it? Yeah. But, but not to let that happen because it will just keep bubbling away. Yeah, so, okay, the reason away. why I'm grinning away is because that used to drive you nuts. Like, <laughs> if we would have, if you and I 
had well, a... I still need my space to calm down. Yeah, yeah, we learned <laughs> that one as well, that you needed to go off and, yeah, have your moment, but... Don't kick a wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then get angry at the wall because your foot hurt. Um, but we would, if we had a big Barney about something, um, I mean, we'd be... So, just to give you some perspective, we've been together pretty much 20 years, mm-hmm. so... Um, so there's a, there's obviously a lot of things that we've been through and learned and everything else, but um, yeah, if we had a Barney about something and it was in the evening, your previous way of dealing with it was like, right, we're done, like just we're done talking about this, forget about, it. we'll deal with it in the morning, and I'd be like, no, and <laughs> and it would drive you nuts. But yeah, I've always thought the idea of like you're not going to sleep anyway. No. <coughs> Oh, excuse me. The idea of going to sleep on an argument is ridiculous. Yeah. It's just absolutely ridiculous. It's like, it's in my mind, I'd rather have a massive great shouting match mm. where everybody's... Because the thing with getting in an argument with someone, especially when it gets really heated, it no longer becomes about the argument a mm. lot of the time. A lot of the time it becomes about winning. Yes, but that, right? that's exactly why I would back away from you. And want my space because you would win an argument every time because you think more clearly when you're angry. Angry. It's not just because I was right. No, <laughs> I can't think straight when I'm emotional and angry. I need yeah. to go and think, um, and and that's why you know if if I've got an argument with someone that's not you, I will very carefully plan my conversation. Not an argument. Well, that's sorry, what you did with Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, with I Jekyll had and to. Hyde exactly. Guy, uh, you, and if, you uh, yeah, out. and from a good point of view, that business taught me a lot. Yeah, because I've always run away from confrontation. Well, and the reality is you're probably never going to meet someone like that again no. in business again. No. So he, he was a great... Yeah, in lots test. of ways that was that was a really good thing because, yeah, I've I've always been terrified of confrontation. I'm, I'm an only child. I don't, I'm not used to dealing with my peers mm. um, and that, you know, bickering that brother and sister or, or siblings in general have that I see with our kids. So that, that has always bothered me. I'm not good with it. So, um, yes, trying to think clearly when I'm wound up is really difficult. It's something I've definitely got better yeah, at. Yeah, because I do the opposite. You go very calm and measured, yeah. Yeah. So I, start, I know I, I, that you'll I like always... To poke the bell. Yeah, you do. And I, get... I know that you'll always win. So I'm like, I need to get out of here because I'm not going to win. <laughs> yeah, it's but it but when you get angry, it's, it's no longer about anything to do with the argument at all. Yeah. It's just like, okay, because... What ends up happening is you chase points. Yeah. Like somebody says that in the heat of the moment, you're, like your opponent says something. So you grab that thing that they just said and then you go, right, yeah, but you just, so no, this means this. Yeah, and yeah. then it's, it's like. And you it, can't do that in business. No. And I don't no. think even when you and I have butted heads in business about something, which is rare to be fair. Um, yeah. It it's, I don't think we've ever got in a proper heated argument about business. Um. As in we, like a proper like Barney kind of thing. No, the only we time... we don't let ourselves get that emotional about it. We've never got heated about business strategy. We have got heated, like in a heated argument when it comes to... Um, so there were, there were times in the... So back in... Oh, I can't remember when it was, what year it was, but Smiley Booth, Photo Booth Hire, uh, it was like 2014 or 13 or whatever it was. We had a situation where basically that business would turn over anywhere between 25 and 27 grand a month, right? And we'd be doing 40 to 60 events a month in that photo with hire. And we had 26 in the, staff. Yeah, busiest bits. Yeah, we had, and we had, um, we had about 26 staff. And it was a great, it's a, when we had that territory mm-hmm. before we became full time franchisors, it was a very busy little uh, photo with hire company. Um, but we knew that to maintain our life, personal lifestyle, make sure the staff were paid, make sure the business was growing and all this kind of stuff, we knew we had to turn over somewhere in between 25 and 27 grand every month. Mm. And uh, being the numbers guy in our business, I could see that three, four months down the road, we were going to be in a situation where we only had 1,400 pounds coming in that mm. month. Um, and I was like, Jesus Christ, we need to we need to move hell and high water now to get that 1400 quid up to 25, 27 mm-hmm. grand. And it was the, one of the quietest months in the entire year already. Mm-hmm. Like historically, it was always one of the quietest months in the year. So, and I distinctly remember us having that conversation. And the problem is when you're running, 
like for us, we were constantly reinvesting in the business. So it wasn't like the business was sat on a huge amount of cash to carry it through. And so you don't have a situation where you, we had any fallback because we were constantly investing in equipment, constantly trying to invest in growth. So that could effectively be the death of the business if we weren't if we weren't careful. Yeah, yeah. Now where you and I butted heads around that period was around optimism, right? And that's when we would get heated because you had why are you smiling? <laughs> Sorry, the bugs on your shoulder. There's a bug on my shoulder. <laughs> you Go come away. Back to get you. <laughs> I'm sorry. We used to have very <laughs> <laughs> we used to have Bob the Fly. Now we've got Sheila the Shield Bug. <laughs> no, Sheila the Stink Bug. <laughs> they have these things called stink bugs in front. Anyway, stop <laughs> distracting me. For goodness sake. Um so we would then get in a really heated argument then. Like I remember having some really big because my response was because I like the fight. Like mm. when when things are falling apart and when yeah, things are... Yeah, not as a fight with me. You mean you, the fight to keep going. Yeah, in business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when, like COVID last year, with, like, and we're still in it now, there's still a twisted part of me that was like loving it. Like, like <laughs> yeah, there was, a, there was a small part of me that was just like, okay, everything's falling apart. This is the time to step up. There was a part of me that right. kind of enjoys the battle of it. It's your stoicism. Maybe. Stuff. I don't know what it is. Maybe, I don't know what it is. But... <laughs> But, and so in that moment, when we were effectively looking at, oh, Jesus Christ, we're going to hit the wall in October, what I want to hear, because I'm like, oh, let's write, let's just run at this, let's go crazy yeah, yeah, yeah. at this. What I expect from my business partner is that, you're right, let's charge. And instead yeah. I turn around and you're like carrying the corner going, we're doomed, <laughs> we're doomed. And that's when we were butt heads. Yeah. That's when we would like, we'd not be good yeah. because... That would in that would irritate the hell out of me, and yeah. I'd be like, "This is not the time to be sitting in the corner yeah, yeah, yeah. and crying with you." That's again our yin and yang, though. That actually, as much as that might annoy you at the time, is is our strength because you charge at something, and I'm like going, "Oh, hang on a minute, because yeah, this yeah. could be wrong." And so, if anything, that kind of holds you back sometimes from going down the wrong path. Maybe, maybe. Um, so, because I, I think a lot of the time. Well, so because the solution to that problem, see, this was like there's one thing I learned about that problem, right? Is we could have gone, oh Jesus, we're gonna sink. So let's cut expenses, let's reduce everything down, and let's just, um, and then hopefully we'll get through this month without th- that's coming up in the next two three months. Can you imagine we'll just needing to get through a month again? I know, I know. It's a nice problem, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, but I, but when you when you have when you have faith in the systems that you've built in your business for market for for attracting customers to for uh, sorry attracting leads for converting them into sales for delivering the service when you have built that over years and you have demonstrated that they work like and you can see that there's a gap. It's like that's the time where you just need to dump a load of cash to get it, get the engine running even faster to fill that gap. And it was a real test of faith, wasn't it? It was like, okay, do we believe in what we've created? Do we believe in our own, our team and our capacity to to deliver on yeah. and convert and, and all of these things? And I was like, damn right, I bloody do. So yeah. I was like, I know we've got no cash in that month. But the only way we're going to solve that is by spending a load of cash now. Yeah. And that's exactly what we did. And we ended up having one of the biggest sales months mm. in that month than in any previous month. Just well, it's betting on yourselves, isn't it? I mean, because that's a little bit of how we've, well, I personally have got through the last 10 months or whatever. Like, I don't know where we're going necessarily. Obviously, we've got Smiley Boob will come back. Um like fully if, if not much better um say it i believe will work at the podcast i believe will work but there's nothing to actually kind of point my finger at and say these are definitely going to work but i'm kind of betting on the fact that we've done it before we'll do it again well know? and it's also it's better you know, betting on yourself is right yeah and betting on each other is right mm. in that like as each day goes by, you you gain a bit more experience. You you gain a new lesson, a new thing. So, and and that actually is the most important thing, right? Mm-hmm. That's what 
that's what um, people are investing in when they buy your product or service. Mm. They're buying they're buying your ability, your know how mm. to deliver whatever it is that it is, right? So I think um, yeah, I think that's why we why we're probably more optimistic than most because mm. we we think well, do you know what we'll work it out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I th- but I think that comes from again a strength of having having a, a good partner. Having is that a new one? That's a new one. Instead of yeah. having, having. You haven't done having for ages, <laughs> but having's new one. <laughs> but yeah, so if you if you're working with someone or you're working with someone and it's not quite working or you're you're thinking about working with someone, um, you know you've you've got to have each other's back. You've got to be going in the right direction, not the right direction, but a direction together. Um, well, and clear... clear and communication. Well, clear communication, but also clear results. So yeah. it's like... You've got to be able to trust. The, well, you? Yeah, yeah. And, and it, especially if you're a startup, you, you want that person inspiring you to work harder. You know, you don't want to be in a situation where you're like, well, I'm doing all this work and I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Now, if you've got that question popping up in your mind, that's a massive alarm bell. Yeah. You should be looking across the desk or on a Zoom call or on a mm. phone call, whatever, and going, Jesus Christ, I need to run faster because th- this guy or girl that I'm working with yeah. is just killing it. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, it's different. When you've got an established business and and everything, or you've got your systems and everything in place and all this kind of stuff, and you've got a guy that's come along and said, or girl, and said, Okay, look, this is my bit I'm going to do for you and this is what I'm going to implement in your business over this amount of time. That's different. Mm-hmm. That's like, okay, they're just... Putting... That's not a partnership. That's just a transactional again, isn't it? Yeah, I like guess. Well, paying for them to do a certain thing or yeah. maybe a swap or whatever. But yeah. it's if you're, yeah, if you're going in something together, you, you've got to be there 50-50. Well, they've got to inspire you to Both just... Got, yeah. Yeah, you, you've got to... The, Think of your business partners as, like, if they're a mate, okay, they're a mate, great. But are they going to, like, I've been in business with mates, and, like, when I did that stuff separately, yeah, they were with friends. Yeah. And some of those friends that I was in business with have got very successful businesses themselves, and, and um, they all suggested that we do this. And I was like, okay, well, it sounds like a great idea. And that was that 2016, yeah. 2017 thing. And and these are go getting guys, right? They there was three of three of them, and they're and they've all very successful, very like head screwed on. And I was like, cool, okay. I can't see how this can fail because we knew these guys or felt like we knew it yeah. inside out. Yeah. And um, I was the only one doing all the work. But again, all of you had different expectations of what that thing was going to be. Well, they they in fact, sorry, that's a lie. Only two of us were doing all the work. The other two weren't weren't doing that thing. Yeah. And um, they were, in fact, the other two just sat on the sidelines and criticised the methodology mm. constantly without contributing one aspect to it. And and I remember I remember sitting there with you going, I, it's just I don't know what it is because I would never have said mm. that those individuals would have been like that. Like on. Uh, based on our history, based on everything I know about these guys and what they're capable of and what they're doing, what their current activity with this business venture doesn't make any sense. But again, goal wasn't the same. No, it wasn't the same. And in fact, the other guy that was doing as much work as I was doing was doing it for himself. <laughs> he wasn't even doing it for us as a group. Yeah. He went. He was doing it for himself. <laughs> so he, he was effectively just going, oh, I'll have some of that. Yeah, oh, that's an interesting tip. Oh, I'll have some of that for myself. Thank you very much. And he was going off and doing it himself. Yeah. And and it was a mess. And then it just and the problem with business when they they don't always go they don't always die with a bang. Yeah. They what often happens is they limp along <laughs> for a really long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and they and they're this thing that nobody wants to talk about. And that took ages to die. Yeah. It's always it's the same things. Every whenever I hear people moaning about relationships, even outside of business, yeah. it comes down to you haven't got the same goal. And that doesn't mean to be a goal. You guys all had the same endpoint, but you weren't all as invested in each other. You, you know, you, your priorities weren't all the same. So that's what I mean by a shared goal. It's got to be the you've got to share the same vision for something. Yeah. Um. And um. Yeah. If that differs, and and if your communication, then you might as well just give up. <laughs> yeah, and you've also got to think about uh, okay, am I just bringing this person on board because I can't afford staff right now? 
and they're basically filling the role of people that I would I would effectively if I had a really successful mm. enterprise right now I would just literally employ them because if that's all you're bloody doing you probably shouldn't take them on yeah you know yeah. They, they they should just you should just go okay I'll wait I'll 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 do the 100 hour week or whatever it requires yeah. Until I can make enough money to employ somebody to do that widget that they they say they can do, because yeah. we had that with Sayer. We had yeah. a guy who um, we initially thought, okay, if we get like a techie guy on board as a business partner, maybe maybe he'll be invested as invested as we are, and um, and he'll bring his expertise on tech. We'll bring our expertise on business and marketing, and we'll we'll work this together. Yeah. All he and we did. We interviewed several different people. The one guy that was this close to actually yeah. starting um, with us to do that, he um, we both sat down and went. Basically, he's the wrong guy. Yeah. He's, all he wants is the money. We've been there before, though. Do you remember right at the very beginning of Smiley Booth? There was three of us. Remember? Oh yeah. 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 And but I think that's the. And he was the tech. The tech, because that's always been our weakness. Um. The, the tech or the actual physical building of something and that's that's not our wheelhouse at all um but i think you've got to have you've got to be aware as entrepreneurs that people don't necessarily share that level of ambition because we've given people opportunities to join us on things before and yeah, that guy was a was a huge example um mm. he could have come with us on that smiley booth road but he just wasn't up for it it was too much like hard work yeah, awesome. and, and any anything outside of his job was like yeah, but but that but that's how some people are. Some some people are entrepreneurs and some people are employees. They are two different kettles of fish completely, yeah. and and you can't expect somebody to come along with you on that journey if that's not for them. So I guess the I suppose the lesson is if you if someone's coming coming along going I want to work with you in business, they've got to be amazing. <laughs> That's the reality, right? Yeah. You've got to be sat there going, Jesus Christ, that you want to work with me? <laughs> I'm going to have to really work fucking hard to work with you yeah, because yeah. you're amazing. Yeah. Like, and and your vision for where this is going and the work that you're going to put into this and, and all the structure you're already putting in play, wow, I'm yeah, going to have yeah. to run so fast to keep up with you. If you're not having that feeling about that person that you're going to be working with, then you shouldn't be working with them. Yeah. In, not in business. Not, not in business because because there's there's so much pain in business there's so many there's so, and it's it's a marriage mm. you know a bit, business is is potentially for life yeah it's yeah. not it's not the thing you buy for Christmas for your kids yeah, you know yeah. it's it, you have it for years and years and years and years yeah and you have so many contentious issues you know money is is a real contentious issue for lots of people. And if you're in business with someone, you're going to be having lots of money conversations. Yeah, and some of that is like, okay, you need to put more in. Yeah. Do you, would you be willing to put your house on the line for this business? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got you got to be super careful, super careful who you, who you work with. But but there are ways of of making it not making it work, but making it better. So if you're if you are listening to this and you're in a you're working with somebody and and things just aren't working right, you know, address some of these things. Um, or communicate you yeah there are the fundamentals there and then work out your communication and work out your strengths as well because we just don't try and do what the other one should be doing do yeah. we um and if any i mean we we will step up and help when we need to um but but we'll largely, also call each other out yeah right if if one of us isn't doing mm. stuff yeah, we'll yeah, be yeah. like and you're doing what right now yeah and say we need to be focused on that yeah and because you do need the other person to hold you accountable because you're going to get you're going to stray off the the line yeah because that's business you're just like there'll be shiny objects everywhere or there'll be new strategies or there'll be and you do need the other person to turn around and go hang on can we just stay focused on here yeah but um yeah communication communication honest really open communication yeah. within a very clear framework where mm -hmm. there's where it's like, okay, you deliver this and and you deliver it to get this result. Like you do X, Y, Z to get this result. And if you're not doing that result, then we, we need to have a conversation. Mm. Yeah, definitely. So that's relationships. See, I told you it wouldn't be all lovey-dovey. 
<laughs> it wasn't all lovey-dovey. Yeah. After business. <laughs> yeah, it's always about business with us. Yeah. But no, it was good. Yeah, and tomorrow is Valentine's Day. So it'll be about self-love. Is that tomorrow? <laughs> is that the day after tomorrow? No, <laughs> it's tomorrow. Oh, God. <laughs> have you got me a card? Well, it would have been in French and you wouldn't have understood it. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the record, Kate very rarely gets me a Valentine's card. <laughs> I do. Beautiful. Beautiful. Be honest. I, I know we're on a podcast. I do. Most of the time. <laughs> Most of the time. Anyway, we're going to bore you guys silly. So have a good evening. Yes, I hope that's helped. I hope that's helped with um, working out who you should be in a business with. Sorry, business relationship with. Um, because, yeah, don't kind of rose tinted glasses it because it's just going to end in tears. Oh, and don't immediately sack your business partner after this, <laughs> uh, after this episode. Maybe all you need to do is just create some very clear communication and yeah. structure. Well, just and frank, that could yeah, frank conversations, really. Yeah. Is... But if you, have a, if you are working with somebody who is a Jekyll and Hyde and they're blaming it on everything... Run. Run. <laughs> yeah, 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 you need to figure out an exit strategy, yeah. <laughs> Cool. Right, see you tomorrow. Have a good evening.